Hey everybody, it's Renee Sagan. This is the Nadiculous Podcast and we're back in business. Welcome to the pre-episodes of season three. I call them pre-episodes because there's a little bit of catching up we need to do. The last time we met, there was no coronavirus. There was there was a racial and systemic racism, but they weren't at the forefront and there wasn't necessarily all of this social unrest and it was just a, a different time. I was able to hug people the last time we met. So we have been on a break, on a hiatus, if you will, since January of 2020. And if you're listening to this real time, it's September of 2020. It's almost my birthday. It's 15 days away, I think. Um, and so in case you're wanting to buy me a, a gift, it's September 22nd. Anyway, um, in order to kind of catch everybody up, I feel felt like we should start from the beginning of how the Nadiculous podcast started. So if this was a 80s show, we would go into full, like, hazy, and we would, like, play a montage, and we would show you kind of where we began. But um, it was 2016. It was maybe the worst year of my life. Um, I had everything that I had built my life on shook. And after the shaking was done, I felt very imbalanced, if that makes sense. So, I mean, and the one thing I tell people about Nadiculous is that it's always real, it's always raw, honest, opinionated, and Jesus is there because I love Jesus. It's not a Christian podcast, but I'm a Christian that loves the Lord. Um, And I will always tell the truth. And um, I've made my life specifically that way because I used to be a big liar. And so when I decided to become a Christian and I decided to live right with God and I really wanted to have good relationships, I promised myself that especially after 2016, that I would always tell the truth. Um, And I would keep it real with myself first and then the world next. Um, And there's that. So let let me set the scene in 2016. Essentially, I got my heart super broken. If I'm really going to tell that story honestly, I probably had the biggest hand in breaking my own heart there. I was in what I thought was a really strong relationship (laughs) looking back on that. And I have often actually as of recently and been like, yeah, girl, you was in that by yourself. (laughs) But I loved someone super a lot and really had thought we were just going through a rocky time and it was going to work out and it was going to work itself out. Um, It didn't. As a matter of fact, he got engaged that August. The last time we talked was in March. He got engaged that August. And then I was like, oh, you're totally dating someone while you're talking to me. So um, even saying that right now, if I'm to be honest, is really shameful to me. Like, how did I miss that? Like, how did I miss a full on other person um, unplugging for me? So weird. Um, and I've had a lot of new thoughts about that. I, um, I don't necessarily think breakups are for vilifying someone. Um, I actually think that it's easy to do that in the beginning, but when you look back, you just have to be so thankful for the, for the fact that you went through that with somebody and it broke you open for something. Um, anyway, so that had happened. I dyed my hair blonde because I felt like, why not? And then um, I totaled my car. 
Um, I just paid off my Honda Accord and I freaking loved that car so much. And, um, I, it got totaled on the freeway. The, um, the, the Warriors were playing and I was on the 880. It was Memorial Day weekend and I, um, got swiped by a, a big rig truck and he sweat and fun. It's so crazy. Everybody still wonders how I made it through that. And I can just tell you that it was angels. He swept my tire, my car, just in the way that it swiped me, it flipped my car where my car, um, kind of like it spun on the freeway. And I remember as the car was spinning, like, dude, I think I very well may die in this. Like this might be. And I just remember like spinning, like, and truly my life passed before my eyes. And I remember thinking to myself, would I be sorry about how I've lived my life if this was it? And I was, I was sorry. Like there was things that I didn't do yet. There were things that I hadn't done. And there, there were things, things that I haven't achieved, places I hadn't seen. And I remember just feeling like this cannot, if I were to die today, I'm not going to be, I haven't been happy with my life. And so, and that wasn't like the, I got this revelation and it was amazing and it changed my life. It actually got hellier later. It got even more hell-like. Um, and then after that, in August of that year, I got sick. Maybe even before that a little bit. And I was probably a little bit sick before that, but didn't realize it because I was so, I was working so much. Um, I, I got, um, I got crazy sick. Won't get into it too much, but I needed iron infusions. I had gone through several doctor's appointments, couldn't figure out what it was. Um, the doctor was sure, this is not a lie, the doctor was sure that I could have avoided all of it had I just had babies earlier. And it was the worst thing. And I remember leaving that doctor's appointment and being like, I'm never going to come back here. And the reason why I'm never going to come back is because you're a horrible doctor and thank you, but I never want to see you again because I just feel like, why would you say that to somebody? You know what I mean? Like, and when I say that it got hellier, that is exactly what I mean. Like everything that could have gone wrong went wrong in that year of my life. Um, and then to add to that, it was an election year and it was a year where I was forced between voting for Hillary Clinton or voting for Donald Trump, Donald Trump. And I didn't want to vote for either of them, but here's what I thought. I thought there's no way a reality show star is going to win as president. There's no way. And um, I, I just can't imagine the you're fired guy winning to be the president. Um, and then crazier things started coming out of his mouth. Make America great again. I didn't necessarily think America was that bad. Um, and there was a lot of um, just yucky things said about immigrants and about women and about all of the things. And I thought to myself, and mind you, prior to this, I was a super, not super conservative, but maybe a liberal conservative, because as a Christian, like you are really kind of told that that's the way we vote. We vote according to the issues is what they'll tell you. And um, we vote according to the issues and that's what we do. And we don't go against the issues. And generally the issues line up with being a Republican. I just couldn't. I couldn't fit my brain around it. The last time I fit my brain around it was when I voted for McCain versus Obama. Um, and McCain chose Palin. And I remember thinking like, that doesn't seem like a right thing. I just don't feel like that would be a good, a good plan. Um, and then 
when I started detracting from voting along with the churches, I voted for Obama's second term. And that's probably was my gateway drug into feeling like I'm going to just vote for who I feel most aligns with my values. Um, and a lot of people think like vote kingdom first. And I, I, I believe that to an extent, but I also believe that we're voting for America and America. It's our job as Christians to let people know who God is and not vote God laws in and make people like make people love God. I feel like we invite them into relationship with God. And I think that's a completely different thing. I don't think that we legalize our religion. Like, and I, I don't know how to say that. That's the wrong verbiage. But I don't think we put laws that only support our religion. And um, I really believe in that I have a relationship with God. And that's really what is all the difference. And so um, I had a major, like, split for my home church. I just could not get down with the get down. Like there was just so much that I was like, yo, I got questions. Like, and every time I asked a question was told that I needed to pray harder, worship harder, um, and was even ridiculed for asking. Like, I can't believe that you would even ask that. And a 41 year old Renee or about to be 41 year old Renee will tell you that I believe that God is so confident. He doesn't care if you have a question. I believe that God welcomes every question. And if you don't have the answer to my question, just say you don't have the answer to my question and just be like, take that up with Jesus in the Bible. Um, And no one told me that. What they just told me was I was wrong and I hated it. I was like, I don't feel wrong though, you know? And so um, I honestly, um, I left that church because of their stance on Black Lives Matter and... um, what I felt was being shamed for not wanting to vote for Donald Trump. And I didn't, I didn't vote for Donald Trump. I will, I will say that publicly um, and, and be fine with it. I didn't vote for him and um, I will likely not be voting for him in this election as well. Um, Because again, I don't believe just because someone agrees with your side of the story doesn't necessarily mean you support bad behavior. I just feel like um, there's nothing uniting about the way that he leads this country. I don't feel. So I think it works re- works out really well if you're white. And I think it works out really well if you have a colonized mentality, which a lot of <clears throat> a lot of Filipinos do. Like we totally um, we totally are faithful to white savior. And for a really long time Filipinos really wanted to be um, white. We wanted to be American. You know, there's such a, like, we want to be like America. <clears throat> and I, I just, I, I don't, I don't think that. <laughs> so, so there's that. And I will not lie to you. So, so there was all of this happening, heartbroken health issues, like financial issues, spiritual issues. And I got just really deplete. And the reason why I started Nadiculous is because it gave me something to look forward to. And it gave me time with my friends created healthy space. And so, um, what you're listening to is, um, the baby of that. It's the baby of hard times and proof that hard times don't last. Um, but the way you deal with them will say a lot about you. And so, um, and then it kind of evolved. It was initially supposed to be, um, a podcast with me and my friends. It was really hard to schedule my friends. I produce every episode myself which is why it's a little ADHD because I'm ADHD. 
Um, but it is what it is. You know, um, my hope is uh, when people listen to Nadiculous, they leave thinking, whether you agree with me or not, that you think about something, number one. Number two, that you leave encouraged. Number three, there was something that you heard that was like, oh, that, that could really change my life. Um, and number four, that you feel like you have a friend somewhere, whether you're listening in Nebraska, Paris, or you're listening in Oakland, um, you would be like, Hey, I I could be friends with her and I may feel like I have no friends, but here's this girl that, that is friends with me. And I truly believe that I, um, I live my life that way. I live my life that, um, everyone gets an opportunity to be my friend. Now, if you mess that up, that's on you. Um, you did that to yourself. I didn't do that to us. Um, and just feel like everybody deserves to be prayed for. Everybody deserves to be loved. And um, everybody deserves a space to speak. Um, and I'm not worried about that. Neither is God. I don't believe. I believe that God it enjoys that, enjoys multifaceted conversation, evolving conversation. I feel like if he would have wanted to make us monolithic, he would have. And, um, and so I feel like I'm very much like God in that I like all the colors in the sky. That's most of my favorite sunsets and my sunrises are when all the colors are in the sky and I talk like all the colors in the sky. Um, so there isn't necessarily when, like when you choose a, a, a category, it's not necessarily like religion, spirituality, entertainment, comedy. It's none of that. It's all of those things. Cause I, I, I really don't feel like I could pick just one. And so um, this is Nadiculous. It's the inside of my brain and my heart. And I hope it's a safe space for you to feel like someone sees you, knows you, loves you, and is for you. Um, this is not just my show. It's our show. So definitely would welcome your topics, ideas. If you want to be on the show, um, definitely email me at Nadiculous at gmail.com. That's N-A-E-D-I-C-U-L-O-U-S at gmail.com. You can also like, follow, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, um, and Podbean, I believe. And um, and if you want to be on the show, you can also follow me on Instagram at Renee Sagan, Twitter at Renee Sagan, Facebook Renee P. Sagan, or like the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Nadiculous. That's a lot for you to remember. So it's all in the show notes. Uh, but either way, I felt like I should be in more places so I could be wherever you are. Um, and now I'm in your ear holes. Anyway, that's Nadiculous. Um, when I talk about that, I'm so overwhelmed with gratitude that God is good to me and has allowed me days to look back and say, that wasn't the worst day. And so I just want to encourage anybody that's listening right now, if you feel like you are in that season, like I was, that the season of I'm attacked on all sides, I feel like I can't get up. I feel like I'm drowning. I just want you to know if you tread water and hold on, the tide will not overtake you. And eventually you'll get on the other side of it. I'm a living testimony of being healed, living my best life. I have love in my life. I have friends in my life. I have grace in my life. I'm at a great home church. Um, and have a great job. And in that 2016 season, I would have never told you I would have walked into this place in 2020. Um, but I treaded water for a little bit there, maybe for a good year and a half where I felt like, Oh, this might just very well kill me. 
And um, I had moments where I felt like I was getting out and then it sucked me back in. Um, but we're good now. God's good. And God was good then too. Um, but I'm in a place where um, I'm in the strong place of overcoming. And that is a good place to be. And I don't think I've ever been there before. So again, thank you for listening to the Nate Nicholas podcast. Please stay tuned for the pre-episodes and the new season dropping on October 1st. I love you guys.